Hello and welcome to FGC Philosophy. This is where we level up inside and outside the virtual arena. That means that we talk about topics and have guests on the show that I think are important that'll help us all level up inside and outside the virtual arena. That said, today's topic is a lot more abstract. I have my friend Mega Max Star back on the show, fellow member of the Kalamazoo FGC. We just want to talk about some topics. It was a very impromptu conversation. We've been doing a lot of those lately and I've actually just been liking the ability to talk to someone that I know and just dive deep into a topic and just share our thoughts on it. That said, these are our thoughts and feelings on a lot of these things. With that said, I want you guys to share your opinion. This is very much a conversation. This is very much us sharing our opinions, letting it known it's our opinion, but also looking at the other side of the story, looking at what you might have to say, whether you agree or disagree. There's been a lot of tension around this state's FGC, and I I, am not about it. (laughs) Just to put it bluntly, I, I want us to be able to have a conversation. Disagreeing is healthy. We shouldn't all think the same way, but we shouldn't be shunning people who think differently. Uh, So that's why I I like having Max on the show. We don't think exactly the same. He had some opinions that I disagreed with or had certain parts of philosophies that I didn't agree with or had to explain my way of doing it. So I I love those kinds of conversations. I want to have more of those because that's how we grow as a community. We don't want to pull each other down. We want to grow as a community. Before we hop into it, make sure you hit subscribe so that you can get notified whenever I post a new video. I've been trying very hard to get them out every Wednesday. The last couple of weeks have been a struggle because of being sick and then my baby getting sick. It's been a lot of things, but they're all excuses at the end of the day. I'm trying my best to get this done on Wednesday. I'm also looking at making new content for YouTube. I've been thinking really hard about what I want to do. I feel like my videos have been getting very stale. So I've been really thinking and brainstorming about how I want to do that. So that's why I haven't been posting too much on that. I just want to keep you guys up to date in case you don't know. If you don't know, I have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash philosopher. That's where I originally started my podcast. I, I love what some of the videos that I've done with Gutex and Joe Monday and James Chin. I, I'm, I love those videos and I want to do more like that, but deeper and better. I want to go to more events and actually have in-person interviews where the chemistry is that much stronger. The last thing I have to mention is Patreon, patreon.com slash philosopher. That's where you guys can go and support me if you like what I do and you want to see me get better. As little as a dollar a month goes a very long way, helps me keep the lights on and keep this show going. Patreon.com slash philosopher. That's the last thing I'm going to say. Thank you guys so much. Let's get right into this episode. That's the topic we want to hit today. I think it's a really good one. That said, welcome to the show, Mega Max Star. Thank you. Yeah, yep, yep. So I guess just uh, initial thoughts on on the topic and, and your your personal observations, because obviously now you you're toing from what I understand. You know, you're doing Smash tournaments. You know, you're doing the the Dragon Ball tournaments with me, doing well. Uh, but yeah, what are your what is your your observations, your thoughts on this topic? For the most part, I think a very vast majority of people understand this concept just from a regular social concept, but there are very few and sometimes other people who just kind of don't understand some like social cues or things like that, that kind of have to just understand what, what's going on and what they need to know. Smash players specifically, they bring along a very casual audience. And usually these are people who I, I wish I could explain it more specifically, but these are the type of people 
who they don't understand the idea of the FGC and things around that. So they'll they'll come in thinking one thing and it'll, it can be something else entirely just by how they talk, how they present themselves, stuff like that. What kind of indicators do these people have? One, for sure, hygiene. That's a, that's a, <laughs> like, I, it, it's something I think it, it's, it's awful that we have to bring it up, but it, it's something that we have to revisit again and again, because for the most part, people, 90% of the people, they're good. They're great. But it's something that it has to be said over and over again. And it's not just Smash players or something else. Like I, I, I've played uh, Yu-Gi-Oh for a bit. Yu-Gi-Oh players, Magic players, they're, they can have that problem too. Like it, it's a, it's a worldwide kind of thing. Just hygiene is huge. I, I think that's like something that is definitely one of the first things that people will immediately like take account for. So just stuff like that where just shower before you go, deodorant. Don't just use cologne, cake deodorant on and call it good. Like, please shower. <laughs> like that's, that's very important, I think. Yeah, and kind of along on that note, I feel like a lot of people don't really pay attention to or care to uh, be aware of how their individual actions can affect the overall community. You know, it could be mm-hmm. the Smash community or the FGC or like an individual game community. It, it doesn't really matter. It's just that it seems like a lot of people just don't pay attention to how that can affect not just the hygiene, but just their behavior in general can affect uh, the rest of the community. Yeah, it can cause somebody like not coming to an event next time because this one person might have done something that either pissed them off or like just kind of gave them a bad experience overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that if you really look at a lot of the the major TOs, you know, like the Hados, the Jabalis, um, and, and Tom Cannon and uh, the Toms, the Evo guys, uh, I think they they're more almost on the esports side, but like for the the, the grassroots dudes as well, they uh, you can see it in their in their behavior. They're very accepting of most kinds of people, but the only kinds they reject are ones that cause or cause harm or fear within other people in the community. So basically, people who are like extra destructive in the community or what they deem as destructive, being respectful to others. Like you can't you, you can't cause that like those kind of problems around people. And I, I think especially people who, who have been from it from like the start or a very like humble kind of beginnings, they, they don't like mess around with people who do things like that, where they can be very destructive or cause problems within a small community. Yeah. So what do you think are some of the, the do's of like growing a community? Okay. So like one of the things is, um, when you're playing against someone who is maybe worse than you, they're new, help them out. Like, don't, if, it, I mean, if they're, they don't seem like they don't want help, then maybe don't. But for the most part, people are there to get better. So you can give them small advice or you can ask them like, hey, you want to go into training mode and I can teach you a couple things or two. That always, like, from what I understand, that always helps people have a very positive reinforcement and want them to come back and get better because they're like these people are actually actively trying to help me they're not just trying to be mean and just swap me out of the way kind of thing it 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 gets rid of the elitist kind of idea for um communities too because 
Um, Smash can Smash can be kind of elitist as well. I, I know Smash the most. It's just the one the, like the one game that I've spent most of my time on. But for the most part, a lot of people, if you are uh, very nice and very respectful, very humble, you I, I think that's like a very good start <laughs> to overall having good friends within the community and then also growing the community. Yeah. And uh, kind of on that note, I guess uh, a, do, a don't to your do is uh, have the small fish in the big pond mentality. Because you were talking about, you know, elitists and st- stuff like that. A lot of people um, that I see, a lot, of, a lot of the better players, not, not in our community, luckily, um, but I've seen in other communities and I've heard about this, that they'll, they'll withhold information. They'll only play with, like, oh, yeah. you know, they, they won't reveal their tech or anything like that. Um, and, and they basically just pull money from their community, but they're not really giving anything back. So you have this semi-good player who, you know, gets, who drowns in pools when they go to the majors, but, you know, beats everybody in their, their locals and doesn't give back. And it really just deters people from wanting to continue to compete if you're not really helping them, if you're making them feel bad. Um, you know, you can't really control how they feel per se, but if you're, if, you know, you're, you're beating everybody and you're not really contributing and then all of a sudden you're wondering why your community is like so small and like everyone's so sensitive, perhaps it's not that they're really sensitive. Perhaps they just don't like, you know, what you're doing or enjoy the experience. Uh, a lot of people have a hard time facing that and they, from what I've seen, they have like a, a reverse offended. Like they just assume that that person is like super sensitive uh, because of various reasons, but don't really consider that maybe what they're saying is like, Maybe their background is different than another person's background. Mm. And like this, this is somewhat tangential, so I don't want to go too much into it right now. But in terms of like the big fish in a small pond uh, mentality, have you experienced that? What are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I have experienced that. Back when I played Smash 4, um, there were some people... I would ask a question on, like, uh, let's say I would be playing against a, uh, a Meta Knight player. And they would do those... Uh, the air-to-air loop that basically ends up with an up B. It's a very easy, not easy, but like a, um, basically the bread and butter kill combo for like Meta Knight. And I would ask somebody like, how do I get out of that? And then they wouldn't tell me. And I'm like, okay, uh, do I DI away? Do I DI forward? Like, tell me something, please. And, you know, it, it it's something like that where it's just like, it, if you're good, then you don't have to worry about your opponent knowing the knowledge of the game. You know, and in fact, like it makes you a better person because when people are actively trying to tech against you, then you try to re-tech against them. And it overall just makes you a better player anyways. So there's no point in holding that information for yourself. It, in fact, it it actually like uh, plateaus you <laughs> as a uh, reference towards your last pod. But it, it's a way where you can plateau yourself, where you can't like improve any better because you're not giving the information like that your opponent would like to know to them. There's um, a really good book. I've, I've referenced it several times, but it's called The Art of Learning by Josh Whiteskin. Uh, he was a really good chess player, like a grandmaster, like searching for Robbie Fisher is what the movie is based off of him. And he switched over to martial arts and became a grandmaster in martial arts. And one of the things that he, he said that was really interesting, and I've seen this happen in the FGC, there was this really big, really strong guy that... Um, basically had that mentality. And one of the ways he got around that is by like one playing him a bunch of times, but also playing other people in his dojo or not playing, but fighting other people, sparring with other people in his dojo. 
and really he 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 emphasized this that uh, when you have a a small when you have the, the the big fish in a small mind mentality where you're trying to be the best, you know exactly what you said happens, and it a lot of it is because you're not you're not learning and growing, and just like how you said, you know, you're not taking their tech, it, your brain is not expanding because every time you teach someone how to beat you, it forces you to to make a choice, and that choice is you know stay the same or adjust to what they're now doing, and when you adjust to what they're now doing, then you're obviously going to get better, your repertoire is going to get wider, and you're going to be a more well-rounded uh, fighter. So when you do go to the majors, you don't drown in pools every single time wondering like why you can beat these people in your city, but you can't beat any of them. Like mm-hmm. it's exactly what you said. Yeah. I remember we talked, um, about that, uh, last podcast I was on. Um, I got to get to that cause it sounds like such an incredible read, but yeah. Um, I just think, um, just be overall welcoming to any new newcomers and help people that are trying to improve that. That's like such an important aspect that, it sounds like it just that's a normal thing to do, but uh, sometimes people can just get stuck in a loop and they don't and they kind of like forget. Um, especially people who are definitely like pretty good at whatever game they are in their locals. It, it can happen quite a bit. Um, I, I've seen it. I've I've seen it happen quite a bit, and it, it, it's pretty like it's it's disrespectful first of all and then it's also just kind of depressing too because not only do you want to see something grow but like some people are just actively trying to like not make it grow for their own personal gain yeah that's um i i could go on about that topic for a long time it's just it's it's super not helpful and i think a lot of people i part of me wants to believe that you're just like ignorant to the ramifications of their actions uh, I think that some people just can't put A and B together and figure out that that, you know, that answer is C or one and two together and that one plus two equals three. You know, people can't seem to, to figure out that their actions have repercussions and like just because you want someone to react a certain way doesn't mean they're going to. Like people aren't going to just keep giving away their money if you're not really giving back. They don't want to be a part of that. You know, if you're being mean and you're talking smack all the time but then you're wondering why they're getting butt hurt or like, you know, you you're not reciprocating anything other than hostility or hostile words. Not everyone's going to react in a positive way. Not everyone had that background. I think uh, you said this earlier, but you know, reading your crowd or, or reading the audience, I think it's really important to understand who you're talking to. Different cultures, you know, different cities have different cultures, let alone states, let alone countries. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people want to have their own little culture, but don't want to respect others. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of um, I know I always, I just keep referencing Smash, but um, are you, you know who Leffen is, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He, so um, his history is pretty well known. He, um, for the early points of Melee, he was a very toxic player and, in fact, known to be a very, like, awful player to be around and play with. And it ultimately, ultimately like, actually got him banned from Smash Bros. for, like, over a year or something like that. But he... He used it actually as a learning point and, um, you know, didn't didn't seem as toxic. But he he would honestly like he, <laughs> he would say some like really messed up things to other people just because they're worse off. They're like worse than him. And sometimes he he's just not trying to sugarcoat things. And I can get that. But sometimes you, you got to really learn like, you know, some people they don't want to hear exactly what they want to hear. So you have to like be careful with what you say. 
and that can cause problems. Yeah, it's a it's a weird subject to talk about from that standpoint. <laughs> At the end of the day, the way I see it is like a part of me believes in being authentic and being who you are. Like I I truly believe that you need to say, you know, what's what's real. But I also think that part of it is is being open minded and learning about different cultures. Uh, and I think that some people get way too stuck on the authentic, authenticity side and don't try to learn a little bit more about like. Uh, the social aspect of things. Like, it's not about censoring yourself all the time, but does, what is your objective when you're trying to say something? Like, are you just saying something to boost your ego or are you actually trying to convey an idea to somebody else? Yeah. If you're trying to convey an idea one. to someone and you're, you're painting a picture, if you're speaking in a language you don't understand, then you might as well be just yelling at a brick wall. <clears throat> like, if, if, you're, if you're expecting a result like, hey, you're, you know, you're saying, hey, you're being stupid, change the way you're acting. No, don't tell me what to do. But if you're like, hey... And again, it changes from person to person. This isn't going to be the same, you know, cookie cutter yeah. thing. But it's just, yo, what you said that made me salty. I feel disrespected by what you said. Something along those lines. Yeah. Another point I should I, I would like to bring up too is just like if you can, don't argue. I, I think like uh, that's like a thing that's kind of huge. Like I, I can get friendly banter, right? Friendly banter is like something else. But if you actively try and argue every single little point that people make like it's going to cause problems if one person says one character is bad and then you argue that that character isn't bad or something along the lines of just like rulings anything like that if you are consistently constantly arguing with people people just don't want to interact with you and it's going to leave a like a very bad poor taste in someone's mouth even like constantly argue, arguing with TOs, like they're they're, if you constantly argue with TOs, they will remember you and they will like, it, people will talk and it, it'll overall lead to a point where like people don't want to play with you. People might not even want to come back because like it's just like I don't want to talk to this person. I don't want to be around this person, kind of a thing. And so like with that, then in those situations where somebody brings up something that you kind of don't agree with just kind of like, like, you know, say like I can get where you're coming from or nod your head kind of thing. Like, and then kind of, if, if you do want to argue, at least be like very respectable about your argument and completely say like, you can be right. You could be right. But I also think this is my thing. Don't completely dismiss whatever somebody's saying. It's not, <laughs> it, it will always end up bad. Most of the time, 90% of the time, it's shown that anybody that gets into an argument, nobody's a winner. Everybody's a loser. And everybody's, like, mad. Yeah, if you go into an argument thinking that you're 100% right and unwilling to change your, like, unwilling to even learn about the other side, then perhaps you don't need to even have that conversation. Yeah. yeah I, I definitely agree with that. I think, I mean, again, I think debate is fine. Yes. Like, that's a different thing. Debating and arguing, first off, are two completely different things. I agree. Um, you know, debating is something that's civil and based on, you know, some form of logic or some form of explanation. Like it, it, it doesn't always have to be objective. It can be subjective and just to kind of like get everybody on the same page. Objective means like factual. It's, it's hard facts. Like, mm -hmm. you know, Fong does not have a three frame. He has a Back. disadvantage because he has a three frame. He has a four frame. Like that's, that's a mm -hmm. fact. Um, Fong sucks. That's subjective. You know, there's, there's certain things, there's certain holdbacks. There are certain things that make him less than optimal, but you can't, the word sucks is a subjective word just by definition. And mm -hmm. other people that enjoy that character, they have fun with it. They like that character. So to them, it doesn't suck. So that's a subjective word. 
arguing that Fong sucks is a, but if you're just, you know, debating, you can look up something, if you can look up something that's completely different. Um, and I think that a lot of people, I've noticed this because I worked at GameStop for six years and I, I went to school for game development and like, so I have a high appreciation for, for games specifically, even games that I don't like. I Mm -hmm. hate Call of Duty. Call of Duty does not suck. There might be certain things about the game that are either like, you know, the, the loot box situation that they're having now or like being repetitive, but the mechanics of the game, the way it feels, you know, it's not a terribly made game. I've seen worse games. Uh, I've seen games that are not playable. Those are arguably bad games. And a lot of people just have this mindset of like, this game is terrible and trying to tote it as fact. I've seen game reviewers do it. I've seen customers do it. I've seen fellow employees do it. And I have to correct, you know, the employees, especially as a manager. I'm like, look, your opinion is your own, but your opinion is not fact. And a yes. lot of people have a hard time really separating that. And that's why I think that to go along with what you're saying about like, don't argue, you know, if, if you're going into it thinking that you're right and you're not even willing to learn, then one, you're probably closed minded just to be blunt. <laughs> but uh, two, reconsider your position and see what they have to say and just learn from their, their side of the story before you just pout, like start shouting out. Yeah. And especially when you're new to a scene, like it's not good because you don't know the people that you're talking to. Like it, it, it's a different situation where it'd be if Tavian and I got into a debate or an argument with a certain like thing that happens in Street Fighter or Dragon Ball um, versus if I was just new and I immediately started like arguing with Tavian, it would be both be a very awful, like bad thing for us <laughs> as a start off relationship because we would already not like each other and both leave a poor taste on each other's mouth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I agree. Uh, another big point that I want to hit on that I think kind of goes unseen for a lot of people is contribute to your scene in other ways than just playing fighting games. Uh, maybe maybe you like the FGC and you like playing games, but you don't really care about competing. That's, that's fine. Uh, not everyone wants to. Not everyone is going to be great at it. But everyone has skills. You know, some people are good at programming. Some people are good at technology or sound. A lot of times there's things that you want to learn that you might not be good at. Just start doing it. Just talking to some of the people that I've interviewed over the years, a lot of them, like, you know, the Hado, the person that runs Combo Breaker, um, James Chin, you know, these people just did things that they did. Like the Hado just kind of helped out around, you know, organizing tournaments and just learned a bunch of skills. Um, James Chin just started posting a bunch of guides and tutorials on, on forums. And I think the SRK forums a long time ago, just teaching people how to learn characters. He was never like the best player himself, but he just contributed. You know, if you're good at building websites and FGC, if it doesn't have one, uh, perhaps consider helping them out. Like we're working on having one made right now. There's someone from the FGC. I call him Tekken Tim, but that's not his name. <laughs> but, uh, I know yeah. you're talking about them. Um, you know, he's, he's helping out. I've had a lot of people just contributing. And that's, I think that's a big reason how things sustain is that everyone's contributing rather than just taking from it. It's like if you have a, a, a pool of money and only one person is pouring money into it and everyone else is pulling from it, do you think that's going to be sustainable? No, probably no. not. But if everyone's throwing in a little bit at a time, you know, just doing a little bit, that helps it grow. At least helps it not downgrade or degrade. Yeah, I agree entirely. It, it can it can be s- some very small things to other very large things. Even something like just volunteering to help out at your local tournaments, stuff like that, where um, it, it can cause a very like good effect because not only does it like kind of relieve a lot of stress for other TOs that are running around too and just doing other things. But it can also help you learn some more things about the FGC that you just don't know about. 
and give you the skills that you would want to acquire that can help you maybe even grow your own tournament, create your own venue later on, and you can help contribute even more. Um, but yeah, even like posting like small videos of just like tech that you've learned or just small things like that, or even like character discussions. I, I see those all the time on the DBFC uh, subreddit and people every so often they'll just talk about uh, characters and they'll talk about the pros, the cons, uh, why they think it's good, why they think it's bad, like what are the optimal things for these characters. And even though it might be for some people fluff, it's still something that actively stirs a discussion, which keeps the community still around as long as like there's something happening. What other points do you have? Like, any other do's or don'ts or any other things to add on to it? As a new player, it's good to know that um, for the most part, people always want to play casuals or friendlies. From what I understand, when it's a, people's like first tournament or first time going into an event, they're not sure what to expect or what to do. It's okay to just be like, hey, do you want to play some casuals? Hey, do you want to play some friendlies? And then um, actively also ask for help. There's nothing wrong with that. Like people nine times out of 10, even 10 times out of 10 will actively help you. Everybody wants to see the community grow and it's okay to ask for help and people will help you. And I, it, it's a good experience to have. Oh, if you are a veteran, please don't sandbag. Don't sandbag. If you are playing against somebody new, right? And you know, they are obviously just, just a worse player. Do not like disrespect them, sandbag, and then just like beat them after that. I don't see anything that crushes my heart more than just watching some like somebody who's new to the game just get absolutely demolished and disrespected like that. Um, sure. Um, so there are different forms of sandbagging, as in choosing a character that you're obviously worse at, um, taking, uh, like getting hit by moves that you obviously like shouldn't be hitting. Basically, just playing worse than you actually would play. If you do not play at your maximum potential all the time, I, I almost feel like you're very disrespectful. Um, there could be some very like great points, but for the most part, if you are actively playing worse against somebody just because you know you can still win, um, that is sandbagging. And it's something that I don't think anybody should do ever because not only does it cause a bad feeling for somebody when they first play the game, they more than likely will never come back. Like I, if that was my first experience with any FGC, I probably wouldn't be in this because that, that is just awful. I, I, I can't like stress that enough. And I, I've seen it happen actually very recently and it, it, it was pretty bad. It was really bad. Like, uh, you said it was a gray area. I definitely think that's the case. Um, now, are you saying that people who are doing it more so for fun or people who are like trying to challenge themselves in different ways? I would say for fun, just, you know, they know that they can win. And so they're just going to mess around, play with, play with the food kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I will say like, I, I definitely think that in, there's certain kinds of sandbagging, um, but I know like I've seen other pros do it and then I started doing it uh, at my local. just like, I've been trying to learn other characters. And so I'm putting myself in this dangerous situation where I'm trying to play another character and I'm not sure if I can beat them with that character or not. Mm. But, but uh, I'm not, I'm putting in maximum effort, but with a character I'm not as good at because I want that character to be tournament ready. 
So it's like I'm technically sandbagging because I'm not playing like Fong or something like that. But I I do still try to beat them with a character because I want that character to be as good as my Fong. Right. That That's like the small gray area, I would say. Because when it comes to casuals and stuff like that, if you're trying new characters, like that's understandable. Yeah, basically in tournament ranked match settings where you are like both players are in a very important match. Um, even in casuals, though, I mean, sometimes when you do that, like it, I think there's very obvious casuals for sure. Like when you have to get up after two out of three kind of thing where you're rotating yeah. out. Yeah, I think that's when it can get pretty offensive to people, especially when you're not like trying to give any advice like especially when it's com- compiled with all the other things we talked about before <laughs> like yeah i guess like if you're smelly if you're not helping them if you're not like you know you're being rude or insulting or arguing with them like if you're doing all those things on top of sandbagging then that's like because some these things aren't always in isolation a lot of things that we talk about there's like multiple things that these people do so they're like sandbagging and then they're arguing with you or like you know you shouldn't play this character this character is terrible do this character like i've seen i've seen someone yeah. like do that to me where they, they beat my phone and they're like dude you you know you you shouldn't play this character. This character sucks. And I, I, these days when people say things, I don't really get offended just because like I learned how to not be offended by a lot of things people say, but yeah. I, I do get surprised by like, it's, it's almost like I'm not offended by what they're actually saying. I'm, I'm like just surprised and like <laughs> kind of just impressed by like their lack of uh, tact, I guess I'll say. <laughs> yeah, I get what you mean. Oh, I see. Really? All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's, to your point, yeah, there's, there's people that take it to a level that I think doesn't need to go. Right. And and all of those things, they can get you banned within the community, like for short, because people talk, TOs talk, and if you are being an active, like, you know, just uh, just an awful person, if you are just actively constantly just being mean doing all of these things that we've listed just don't do like you will more than likely get banned within your community and you will probably not be able to play again and it's it's not something people want to do in fact doing a banning is huge in terms of the community because it doesn't happen very often in fact it happens like not like never i don't know if we i don't think we've banned anybody yet um I've seen it happen in uh, Smash 4, though. That That's a definite thing. But for the most part, like, it, it, it's very hard for that to happen. And if you do, you like you, you got to really reevaluate yourself. Not only that, but, like, e- even if you aren't banned, you can kind of see what's going on. Because people later on, will they won't talk to you. They won't play friendlies with you. They won't respect you as a player. And, like, that... I, I hate that kind of stuff. I hate going to tournaments or going to, you know, events and then just being like, I do not want to talk to this person. I don't want to, like, be around this person, period. And I hate being in that situation because not only is it awkward, but it's just something that, like, it just shouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's, I mean, the, the FGC is, is a community. Like, the word is community. And so you, you want to be able to get along with the people in that community, but Unfortunately, sometimes there are people like that. And I think to your point with banned, with like people getting banned, and I, if there, the small chance that there's anyone who like meets this criteria that has gotten this far into the podcast, like there's a reason why people yeah. ban people like that because it becomes a, a detriment. Like you have to think of the FGC like any other, you know, almost like a business or an entity. If, if you become a detriment to the growth of that, that entity, then they have to eliminate that. 
And you, maybe that person doesn't see it. a lot of times these people are really egocentric. So they just think the world's out to get them. Unfortunately, they don't have the mindset to like accept responsibility for their actions. Like that's, that's kind of the unfortunate truth for people like what we're talking about. Uh, but it's, it's, it's true. And if, and, and again, banning people, the reason why it's so rare is because it, it causes a divide in the community because there's always people who are friends of that person mm-hmm. and will defend them even if it, it is sometimes irrational. Or a lot of times the people who are, are defending them have the same kind of mindset. It's like, you know, I hate to talk about politics, but you look at like Republicans versus Democrats. A Republican mm-hmm. most often, uh, most of the time will defend another Republican because they're both in the same party. They're in the same team. Um, yeah. And a lot of friends and a lot of cliques are like that. And that's, that's one of the big reasons why you don't see people banning people like so quick to just like, oh, you're banned because it, it causes a divide and that hurts the FTC as a whole. Uh, so it's really important for more and more people yeah. to just be aware and accept responsibility for their actions. Learn to humble themselves and learn to apologize for when like they misunderstood a situation instead of just doubling down on what they, they believe in. And just like no one's asking you to not be who you are, but different environments require different manners or different ways of or code of conduct. It's just the way it is. I think the more people try to understand that, the, the more the FTC is going to be able to grow. That's why you see certain people adopting to like the the esports side of things, like you know, in quotation marks, but then also still having like the grassroots. Like you don't cuss when you're doing <laughs> esports. That's just like no one's trying to control you. But when you're doing these events, you don't you don't cuss. But then you have right. something, you know, then you can you can go do that at that situation. It's a different environment. Um, on top of that, um, I actually just thought of like cheap. Uh, the salt levels down like keep your emotions in check that is pretty huge because um people like there are people who are very very uh so when somebody sometimes when you win and you lose like (laughs) you can either pop off or you can be very very upset sometimes even popping off can be a little disrespectful passionate um so when somebody sometimes when you win and you lose like (laughs) you can either pop off or you can be very, very upset. Sometimes even popping off can be a little disrespect. Just sometimes. And I popped off against you, and I remember. I, <laughs> so, like, it, it can be disrespectful. But also, like, just being upset and causing a ruckus, that is also something that's just, like, very important to understand. Like, just keep your emotions in check. If you need to do something, do it out of the venue. Don't cause any physical bodily harm. Spike Break anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Smash players spike their controllers all the time. I don't get it. I, I'm a part of this community, and I don't understand what... The, I, I guess because controllers are like 20, 30 bucks, I guess. Like, I don't understand. I, I I would never, ever spike my own controller. But my God, people do it so often. Yeah, my controller, my, Maybe. my brother was a controller spiker. And I was like, what an idiot. Oh, my God. I, I know that. <laughs> I live with a rager. Like, I watched this I dude, like, lose a game knowing. of, like, 2K or something. He wrapped up his controller, opened <laughs> yep. the window, and threw it out yep. the window. I was like, What? What? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, people need to learn how to like. I mean, I, that's when yeah. I have been coaching people. I will say tilting is not a skill that everyone has. Like not tilting. Uh, so I, I tilt. guess yeah. I, everybody tilts. <laughs> there, there's some. I've, I've had some topics on that. I've actually so, been doing coaching on that kind of topic too because it's a it's a deep it's a deep rabbit hole to go down. But yeah, it's. I agree with you. Get your emotions in check. At least don't hit anything. Oh yeah, and it has like a golf complex too because if you are getting upset or depressed about whatever you're doing like it ultimately also just makes you 
play worse. An example, like in golf, if you get tilted from your first two shots, you can just play worse entirely. It can just ruin your game. You have to just keep your emotions in check and be not exactly optimistic, but understand that like if you are looking down at yourself, you're not going to do any better than what you currently are doing. So now that we talked all about that, you know, obviously you, you got some some smash locals that you're going to. So where can people find out more about you or the, the local that you have your events at? I'm doing more new stuff with my YouTube. I've been releasing kind of like no BS videos where I'm just giving you the raw good footage that I uh, would like people to know. Like just these 15, 30 second clips of combos, B&Bs. And I'm using these as things for people to just look at these videos as something people need to learn like right off the bat, these are like the quintessential things for Dragon Ball. And I don't like to post like three minute videos of different variations of combos. Like I feel like if people want to do that, they can learn that themselves. But I want people to know the good combos, the good tech, stuff like that. And like what you need to know specifically. That's over at youtube.com slash megamaxstar. And then um, every so often I TO stuff at uh, Glitch Gaming. We do Smash. Every so often we'll do other tournaments here and there too. So keep a lookout on that. Um, just look at their Facebook, Glitch Gaming, Facebook. Yeah, I think that's it for me. Thank you so much. Uh, people listening, let us know your thoughts. You know, what have you observed? The do's and the don'ts of the FGC. Let us know down below. That said, I'm The Philosopher. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you check me out on social media. Everything on The, the Philosopher, you should be able to spell it. Or The Philo Cipher, I should say. That's how people usually say that. Uh, so you can find that almost anywhere. Make sure you reach out to me with your questions and things like that. Plus, now I'm doing match analysis. Currently, I'm doing it for mainly Street Fighter V, but I've done some Dragon Ball. I've even done some Third Strike. And I think I've had some asking for Fexel as well. So I, I might... Flexel, however you pronounce that. Uh, I might do that as well. I'm just learning more about it. DOA is right around the corner, so I'm excited for a lot of things. So make sure you stay tuned. Thank you guys so much, and as always, I'll see you all in the next one.